Well, you already know what time it is. It's your neighborhood preacher with Valor Ministries coming at you, always trying to be full of the Spirit of God. Hey, listen, just a quick announcement. Uh, I really, really, really am excited after reading this book. I, I'd like you to check it out. If you're into reading books, you are. If you're not, you're not. But uh, at In His Power, you can... Uh, He's my spiritual father. You can definitely check out this book. And I think that uh, he's really not talked about a lot. But listen, this was the guy that they released rather than Jesus. Okay? So check this book out. It's a novel. A lot of possibilities. A lot of uh, opportunities that could have went down. Uh, I just want to just mention this. I'd like you to check it out. He's a powerful man of God. And listen, I truly believe that I'm still here because of his help. Uh, we do have an opportunity for you. Listen, if you, if you are into sowing some seed, because all I know is when you sow some seed, it returns a harvest. Did you know that? I know you knew that. So listen, we do have a, 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 a missions ministry that I sow into, uh, that I believe in. And there's a lot of work being done uh, in and out of the country. So I'd like you to, uh, to give uh, Armando Rodriguez a, a follow. Check him out. Listen to some of um, his empowering messages. And I really believe that they'll encourage you and set you on fire like they have me. Um, listen, I love all of you guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in. It is your neighborhood preacher with Valor Ministries. And I'm telling you, Valor means that we have courage in the face of danger. Listen, we're running toward the battle. Can I get an amen? If you're my brothers watching me right now, I know all you guys, we're running toward the battle. We're not running from a fight. So listen, we may not pick it, but we for sure are not backing down from it. Praise the Lord. Listen, I got a good word for you tonight as we continue to study and get to know the scriptures, but more so get to know the Holy Spirit and its function the Holy Spirit and his function. I think it's really, really important um, to, to invest in your life. Uh, the Bible's got to be mandatory, but you know me, I'm always reading something like how to build a militant church. That's right. I'll let you just look that one up. I'm always reading how to manifest the power of God. I'm not even going to give you details on that. I'll let you look that one up and how to build a supernatural church. Listen, it's time. I'm ready for the go. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing, Valor Ministries. I'm just going to be bringing it to you raw and uncut. And, and my desire is to stay in the truth and the word of God. Listen, help me as I help you. Iron sharpens one another. But listen, we've been called to be empowered. We've been called uh, to walk with the spirit of God. And how many of you know that you got the spirit of God living and dwelling in you? If you didn't catch last uh message you might want to call it a sermon call it a preaching uh regardless it was fire i think it was fire because i felt like i was on fire <laughs> but i'm just going to tell you like this i love each and every one of you and i really appreciate you giving uh god a little bit uh of your time maybe i have something to impart inside of you tonight but in john chapter 16 this is this is what we can see here and i'm just going to get to the point because i really really want to uh uh, honor your time and listen I always get started five or ten minutes later before I hit the timer and I do got a timer I just want to I just want to show you but I don't listen to it sometimes <laughs> so listen uh 
Good seeing all of you. Big wave, big shout out from me and the Holy Ghost. You know how we roll. Neighborhood preacher, Valor Ministries, and no matter how much I might talk about me, I want you to know that I am so trying my best to die to myself. I'm so trying my hardest to create the image of God and that, and that all of me, I'm trying my best to be all like him. So listen, in John chapter 16, this is what we learn. It's, it's really powerful. And I, I really believe if you'll uh, um, make the proper time and, and set your spirit in a right manner, you're going you're gonna to get imparted with something powerful. Jesus says this in, in John 16, chapter 5. He says, but now I go away to him who sent me. Jesus is about to pass uh, uh, the baton and he's getting ready to die for me and you for the sins of man. The lamb that was slain, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of God, the hope of the world. Jesus, the one that saved me and you, redeemed me and you out of the hand of the enemy. Don't even get me to start preaching. Listen, I know you love Jesus. You are the people of God and I desire to strengthen you. Look at what Jesus says. He says, it's better, it's to your advantage that I go, that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. I don't know about you, but a helper is good. Have, is it anybody ever tried to, to move their house? When I moved my house and I had a helper, whoo, <laughs> when, when, when I couldn't do something, learn something, how many of you know that a helper is necessary? It's mandatory. We're not walking this walk alone. But I do want to tell you, Jesus went to the right hand of the Father. We all know the story. But he left a great helper. He said, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the sin or the world of sin. There's his function. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go away to my father and you see me no more and of judgment because the ruler of the world is judged. Satan is, a, is, is like a water boy. He's a messenger. He has no power other than what you give him. Satan is that little buster who likes to go and tattletale. He's called the accuser. He goes up to the throne. He tries to, to reach God. He tries to jump up and down and wave for God's attention. Even Paul, when, when Paul was revolutionizing the worlds around him, flipping the world upside down for the gospel, Paul said that I have been given a thorn. God let Satan be a messenger to give Paul a thorn. You see how that worked? You see, sometimes, sometimes even when it looks bad, sometimes even when we fall in various trials, sometimes when we got this thorn in our flesh that we keep dealing with, it's just Satan being a messenger. Sometimes the evil that comes our way is God allowing this buster, I like to call Satan, 
He allows him to be a messenger. Why? Because every single time me and you are broken over our sin, we stumble over our sin, we see how wretched that we are, we see how good God is. Every single time we see our sin, the darkness of it, the depth of what it does, how it messes us up, how it rocks our spirit, how it makes us uncomfortable, how we feel distant from God, how we feel like we're unworthy, how Satan comes and lies to us and says, see, um, God has picked the wrong one. You're never going to make it. You're never going to get it right. Listen, that's all a lie straight from hell because Christ's blood cleanses you, redeems you, purchases you continually. You have been paid for by the blood of Christ over and over and over. Jesus already saw your end and he still purchased me and you. So Satan is a messenger. What I, what I, what I want to tell you is we have a messenger it is the spirit of God. It is the spirit of truth. He comes to convict the world of sin. A lot of times what we try to do is be the one who's convicting. We try to be the one that, that brings people to Christ. But listen, all we have to do is preach the message. You have the spirit of God living inside of you. And what I'm trying to tell you is, is that me and you need to build a relationship with the spirit of God like never before. Well, how do I build a relationship with the Spirit of God. The Bible calls him when he comes. He, he's the Spirit of truth. He's the Holy Spirit who will guide and lead us into all truth. He will teach us things to come, and he will remind us of the words that Jesus has spoken. Listen, I couldn't be standing or sitting here or being present with you at any time if the Spirit of God didn't come and make me alive in him again. What I want you to understand is, is that the Spirit of God is what causes us to overcome addiction, what causes us to overcome that loss, that pain, that rejection, that relationship that didn't work out, that, that uh, struggle that we find ourselves, that thing that we just can't get rid of, that thing that's enticing, that thing that, that continues to drive us away from God. Listen, I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit has been given to us, has filled us completely. The Spirit of God already lives inside of you. But if you're not working your relationship, speaking to the Holy Spirit, asking Him, giving Him the right of way, letting Him take first place, letting Him lead you, letting Him talk to you. See, a lot of times we're too busy talking and thinking. We are way too busy talking and thinking. And you're right, my brother. It, it takes away depression, and anxiety. The Holy Spirit is our confidence. The Holy Spirit is our helper. And I want you to know that whatever you face, we are going to war every day. You have a target on your back, but you've been filled with power. I always remind you, it's like a fully loaded vehicle. You can have so many benefits in that car, in that automobile, but if you don't know how to use it and you don't know what it's for, you're not going to be able to operate in it. Jesus says, when the spirit of truth has come, in John chapter 16, he says, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. 
This revolutionized my life because I desire deeply to hear from God. Do you desire to hear from God? If you desire to hear from God, then you must be willing to listen to the Spirit of God. What does it take? A quiet place. What does it take? It takes some practice. What does it take? It takes for you to make him first, not with the TV, with the kids, with the job, with everything else. Now, the Spirit of God will get so keen to you, so close to you, you'll know how to operate in the Spirit of God so well you can do it in any, at any time. But what it takes is to build an intimate relationship with the Spirit of God. A lot of times, the Spirit of God's voice sounds like your voice. The Spirit of God, when he talks, a lot of times, it sounds just like you. How do we know that what we're hearing when we say, Holy Spirit, I give you this time. I give you my life. You know my problems. You know my future. You know what I'm struggling with. You know what I'm facing. You know the desires of my heart. It's not about me. It's about you. What would you like to show me? You must be intimate with the Spirit of God, and you must understand whenever you hear the voice of God, and he, most of the time, the Spirit of the Lord sounds like yourself. How do you know that it's truly the Spirit of God? Because anything you hear, it will line up. If it's the Spirit of God, it will line up with the Word of God. What has helped me have a relationship with the Holy Spirit is more of the Bible, more of the eternal word of God. The Bible says that the heavens and the earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. Listen, I want you to know tonight, all of you that are watching, that are listening, it's a privilege to even be talking that somebody would be listening. You have to desire the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the move of the Holy Spirit and the overtaking power of the Holy Spirit more than you desire anything, more than you desire the smoke, more than you desire the drink, more than you desire the friends, more than you desire the places, more than you desire your goals and your dreams. Listen, I am dead. It took a while for me to come to myself in the spirit of God, but I am dead. I no longer live. I no longer want it to be about Daniel. I no longer want it to be about my name, my reputation, my image, what I can do. It's what he can do. It's who he is. It's all about Jesus Christ. And listen, fanatic, radical, whatever it sounds like, whatever it seems like, whatever it looks like, so be it. Because listen, if you've seen the weed that I used to roll up, that was radical. If you've seen the drink I used to drink, that was radical. You couldn't hang with me. If you've seen the cocaine I used to do, that was radical. There's no way. It would have blew, blew out the holes in your nose already. It would have gave you another one. Listen, I want to I tell you something right now. If you, if you knew the drugs and the cocaine that I put through my body, you'd already tell me I was radical. You'd already tell me I'm an influencer. You'd already tell me I'm addicted. You'd already tell me that I'm way off the charts. Listen, 
I am way off the charts for Jesus Christ, my Savior. And listen, he laid his life down so that we would not be overtaken, weak, that we would be defeated, that we would be bound, that we would be addicted, that we would be uh, in fear. He, 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 listen, Jesus Christ came so that, we, that, that the Holy Spirit would have a relationship with us and that we would be overcomers, that we would be free, that we would be the head, not the tail, that we would be delivered that we would be that we would be constantly winning. Listen, I want you to know that until you desire the Holy Spirit, until you desire to be radical with God and let him do whatever it is he's got to do. Listen, I want you to know that he said that if we don't worship him, that if we don't serve him, if we don't honor him, he said that the rocks would cry out. That sounds radical to me. That sounds amazing to me. That sounds above and beyond what I think or can imagine. He said, the rocks will cry out. Listen, if rocks are crying out, I'm not going to let a rock take my place. I'm not, I'm not letting that happen. Listen, the spirit of God is, God's pouring out his spirit on the church right now. Who is the church? Me and you. Those that believe, say that. I'm a believer. I am the body of Christ and God's pouring his spirit out on me. Listen, God is pouring his spirit out on you. But the Bible tells me many times we were stiff-necked. We resisted what God wanted to do. Why? Because it, it'd make you look like this in church. It'd make you raise your hands. It'd make you talk about Jesus. It, it'd make it make you wonder if people are going to judge you, if people are going to going to not hang out with you anymore. So what? So what? And they can't take you to heaven. I'll tell you that. And they for sure didn't lay down their life for you. Listen, I want you to be a part of Valor Ministries, but more importantly, Beyond me, I want you to be a part of the body of Christ. I am strictly here. I am strictly walking with God to equip, to encourage the body of Christ. It's about me and you overtaking the world with the love of God, with the gospel of Christ, being empowered so people see we're a desired land, that we're prosperous, that we're strong even when it looks like we're losing, that, that the praises of God continually come out of our mouth when, when everything looks like all hell is breaking loose. Listen, me and you used to let hell break loose and we were still going to the store to get the bottle. We were still smoking. We were still drinking. We were still doing all kinds of things in the darkness. And I want you to know something that the spirit of God wants to live and dwell and energize us with signs and wonders and miracles. He wants our bodies to be healed in every way, shape, or form. He wants people to see the power of God. Listen, the spirit of God is in us so that we might demonstrate the power of God. No wonder why a lot of people aren't desiring to come to the Lord. It's not so much that we need to convince them. It's that we need to live a life that is full of power. I'm tired of living a life that's defeated. I'm tired of being defeated by my anger and my lack of self-control and my attitude. My attitude sucks when I'm not with Christ. My attitude is, is the worst thing on the face of this earth when I'm not filled with the Spirit of God. Well, well Daniel, when we get saved, aren't we already filled? Yeah. Yeah, but just like this cup, it's filled. 
and I'm drinking it. We drink constantly from the Spirit of God. We take constantly from the Spirit of God, His mercy and His grace. We're constantly being protected by the Spirit of God and led by the Spirit of God, and He's constantly trying to reveal truth to us. But unless we're desiring Him, unless we're spending time with Him, unless we're devoted and we're making Him first, we can't get a refreshing, we can't get a refill from the Spirit of God. Listen, I want to take you now to the important part. I know a lot of people might be falling off. A lot of people might be saying, all right, I'm done. He's, he's almost done. Nah, I'm not. I'm just getting started. Check out John chapter 20, verse 19. This is powerful. Jesus hasn't gone to the cross yet. Look at this. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doer when, or sorry when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews Oh I'm sorry I'm sorry actually I stand corrected Jesus has already went to the cross and now he's reappearing okay I was in or I was still in, in in John chapter 16 but look at John chapter 20 there's an empty tomb Jesus is actually coming back. This is why the disciples were willing to die for Jesus because not only did they know he was the Christ, he came back. He came back and was a witness to them. It said the doors were shut because they were they were afraid after they saw their Lord and Savior be, being murdered, being, being beaten and crucified on a cross. Listen to this. Jesus in John chapter 20, verse 19 says, At evening time, the first day of the week, when the doors were shut in fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst of them and said, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he had showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad that they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace be to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them. He breathed on them and he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus, before he dies, has these these important words to his disciples and the apostles. And he says, I'm going to send the helper. He's going to help you. I won't leave you. The Holy Spirit's one with me. He's going to be one with you. He's going to lead you into all truth. He's going to guide you. He's going to remind you. He's going to teach you. Jesus now has gone to the cross. There's an empty tomb and he shows up again and he says, I want you to receive the Holy Spirit and he breathes on them. If there was something so important that the believer has to get right now, that the church needs right now. It's to understand that Jesus wanted us to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit more than anything because Jesus knew we needed help. We could not do this alone and we could not do this apart from him. Check this. We're going to go to the book of Acts. It's actually a continuation of Luke. I don't know if you knew that. But stay with me. I got some good stuff for you here. I want you to see 
and Acts chapter 1, verse 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. It, Jesus wasn't playing with this, and I'm not playing with this, and this is a written word of God. It's still for the church today, and this is why some of us are walking with our heads down. We're broken. The storms are overtaking us. We're still entertaining sin. We're still walking backwards. Um, this is exactly why, because the body of Christ still needs the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit. Many Christians today, I've talked to them, they, they tell me that they hear of the Holy Spirit, but they don't know the Holy Spirit. They, they believe in the Holy Spirit, and some actually even talk to the Holy Spirit, but they're not walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. If you look at Acts chapter 1, verse 4, it says, being assembled together, Jesus commanded them not to depart, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And when they heard this, they all came together and asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? But they, they, they expected Jesus to restore all things at that time. But if you look at Acts chapter 1, verse 8, as we continue here, and I'm, and I'm going to be wrapping up in about three minutes. Just hang tight with me. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be a witness to me in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Do you have power today in your life? Do you want more power? Because I sought power from cocaine and drugs and alcohol. Man, and I got pretty powerful. And I, even though I didn't boast I was willing to back up all that I said I was, and I wanted power. I didn't. I, I was willing to take over the world if 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 somebody would have would have helped me. Because listen, one man can't do it. You need an army, and I was willing to build an army, and I'm still willing to build an army now. And what I'm trying to tell you is is that the Lord has an army, and they walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. The function of the Holy Spirit is to empower you. Are, are you, do you have an opportunity right now in your life for the Holy Spirit to come and move in power? Create an opportunity. What is it that you're going through? Where do you need a breakthrough? Where do you want to see? Is it, it could be even in your worship. It could be even in testifying of Christ. Well, no, he's just more comfortable. So he's the one that, that God would use to, to, to be a witness. No. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit's function, if you're filled with the Spirit of God, it's to be a witness to Jesus Christ. Are you a witness? If not, can Jesus breathe on you tonight? Can you ask Jesus to breathe on you like he breathed on his disciples in John chapter 20? Can you ask him to fill you, to baptize you? He is indwelled already within you. But you need a renewing. You need a freshing. It's like oil in the lantern. You constantly need the Holy Spirit and the anointing of God. Listen, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And the body of Christ is not experiencing that freedom because some of us are afraid to walk in holiness because you're going to change. Yeah, that's right. You're never going to be the same. Some of us are afraid to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit because there ain't no coming back. There isn't. There is no turning back from my friends. I want you to know that God's pouring out his spirit 
It's to be a witness. It's to convict of sin, of righteousness and judgment. It's to be a witness of Jesus Christ. It is to for us to walk empowered. We're going to get into how the church grew and walked in power in our next message. I want you to know your neighborhood preacher loves you. Valor Ministries is beginning just like a little baby. We are courage in the face of danger. Listen, I'm not backing down from the gates of hell and it's not because of me. It's because of the one who lives in me. Greater is he that is in me. Can I talk about me according to the word? A lot of people say that you can't say me. You can't say No, listen, you can't think more than you ought to. Well, how should I think when the word of God tells me I'm the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath, that I have victory in Christ, that I'm an overcoming. How do you want me to think less than that? Because I'm not. I'm going to think of who I am in Christ as a warrior, as a soldier, as a servant, as a slave to Christ. Listen, I hope my image and I hope me, my goals, endeavors, and dreams, they all fade away. Listen, they're not worth it. Nothing is worth it. But you and I can walk in power. That's where we'll see signs, where we'll see wonders, and we'll see the power of God revolutionize not only our life, but the lives around us. Listen, your neighborhood preacher loves you. Please pray for the ministry that we have started, Valor Ministries. It is the Spirit of God being courageous in the face of danger. Listen, we are taking back territory that Satan has robbed and stolen from us. We're going to see families restored. We're going to see mental health restored. We're going to see broken hearts healed. We're going to see relationships restored. Even when it looked like you're about to sign that paper, even when it looks like it was all over with God can do above and beyond what you can think or imagine. Let the spirit of God breathe on you. And if you would make intimate time for him, he will come. And he will not only fill the place that you give him, he will fill whatever capacity that you put before him. Make it large, make it big, and believe so much bigger than you do now. My friend, I command you, I provoke you, I encourage you, I charge you in the spirit of the Lord to walk in the power and the might of the spirit of God overtaking every sin and over every addiction. There is no turning back for us. We are enlisted in the army of the Lord and there is no turning back. I will not let you slide and you don't let me slide. Iron sharpens iron. We got damage to do through the spirit of God to the kingdom of darkness. Let's help families become restored. Let's help the people around us feel the spirit and the love of God. Let us walk empowered over sin and over the things of this world. Listen, Jesus, before he went to the cross, Satan was with him in that wilderness. And Jesus said, look, Satan has come to sift me, but he has found nothing in me. There's nothing in you but God. There's nothing in me and you but the spirit of the Lord. All that other stuff, get it, push it to the side. Satan is not going to win. Your neighborhood preacher loves you. Stay up, stay prayed up. And listen, let's walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. You need anything, DM me. You need anything, reach out. Listen, Valor Ministries, I'm telling you, this is a baby. But listen, I'm crawling. When I learn to stand up, 
It's going to be another thing. And when God walks in me and when God starts to run and when God starts to build, it's going to be amazing. I pray that you're a part of it. I love you. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Listen, you are an overcomer. You are fighting from a place of victory. Now let's let the enemy have it. You know why? Because he's put a lot of shame, a lot of destruction in our life. Listen, the enemy has taken territory. He's ruined a lot of families, a lot of relationships. Let's walk empowered tonight. Let's walk and believe that the Holy Spirit is our great helper. I love you. I appreciate you. Continue to pray for Valor Ministries. I want I want to be here for you. You need anything, let me know. Your neighborhood preacher always tells you, stay up, stay prayed up. Until next time, I love you.